Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast, where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take in a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. All right, everybody, welcome back again to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. I am your host, Kieran Anderson, and we have Ryder DeVoe back on with us. Ryder, I want to bring something up that you just did. You went to Southern Baja on a boat trip. Let's talk about it, man. Yeah, what's up, Kieran? Uh, Thanks for having me on here. We uh, did a super epic trip down in Southern Baja on the boat success. Amazing time, like with some of my best friends and got some crazy diving in the spots were just on fire there's a lot of good pelagics in the area it's just it was a super good trip we got a lot of cool footage from it and stoked to talk about it this is awesome to talk about this um because i just went on a boat trip to the mentawai islands specifically for surfing and i've i didn't even know like i get it like there's boat trips for fishing and stuff but um you guys did like a full experience right like you were on the boat for multiple days um, fishing, diving, and just going at it. Yeah, totally. We are on a super sick boat. It's called the Success. Carrie on the Success is like one of the most knowledgeable guys out there, and it's just like awesome. You get it's like the whole package. You like fly down, get a taxi to the or get a van to the harbor, hop on the boat. Ponga brings you out to the boat, and it's just like super nice. There's three cooked meals a day. There's always snacks out. Like just like playing cards at night on the table and. Just like epic diving, just like amazing. So where do you fly into? We we flew into La Paz. Okay, sick. And then how long were you on the boat for? Yeah, so we, we were on the boat for I think four and a half days because there's wow. a, there's like a couple trips. Like yeah, so we let we got on the boat right before dark, ate dinner, and then we drove all night, and then we ended up at the first spot. And uh, we kind of once we're that once after that first initial run, you're kind of in the zone. So everything's fairly close, you know? So we'll, we dive like all day and then maybe like right before dark, head over to a different spot, eat dinner, just like cut fish, like talk story, just, you know, just have fun and then have our gear all prepped. And then during the night, captain will drive us to another spot and you wake up just in the zone, just like eat breakfast and you're in the water and there's fish right there. So is this trip um, on the success, is it specifically for spearfishing and diving or are there rods and reels too? So the boat does either. It's really, you got to pick one because like there's, if there's a few guys on the boat, like it gets complicated. So like really you're either diving or fishing, like you kind of got to pick, but we, we pick diving because it's just like so good this time of year. Dude, that sounds so fun. Was the water pretty cold? Yeah, I mean, the, it was nice, but we're, I'd say, like, low 70s, but when you're sitting in the water for, like, eight hours a day, you get you get kind of chilly, so I was, I was diving with a five mil the whole time, you know, especially because some, some of the times you're in the water for, like, four hours straight, five hours straight, and you're just, like, kind of waiting for yeah. that school of fish to show up on the high spot, so definitely, yeah, I definitely wear a wetsuit. I get cold after a few hours sitting in the water, so... All right, so Ryder, I was just thinking to myself, um, doing the crossing from Padang in Indonesia to the Mentawai Islands, how how rough it was. The seas were super gnarly. Um, how is it on that boat specifically, um, staying on it for multiple days at a time, changing over to different locations and stuff? Is it comfortable? Is it nice? And you're, you have the ability to sleep, obviously, on that boat. But is it comfortable? 
yeah, the boat's super comfortable. It's a big boat, but I mean, there's a couple days, you know, it's pretty rough out there and you're getting rocked pretty good, especially at night. You're like holding on to the bunk. So, I mean, even on those bigger boats, if it gets windy, you're, you're getting tossed around, but it's all worth it when the diving's good, you know? So yeah, there's a super good setup uh, for bunks on that boat. So everyone's super comfortable, but there was a couple days where it was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty bumpy out there so everyone's getting like tossed around like you're in the bathroom brushing your teeth and like water slides off the sink and stuff but i mean it's just you get i mean you, you expect it you know would you say that this trip in specific is for clientele that are super super um, knowledgeable and experienced with spearfishing or can somebody go um, rent the boat out and go on a fishing or a spearfishing trip and kind of learn and progress their knowledge about spearfishing as well yeah i mean you could definitely you could definitely um, go on this boat, like if you don't know a whole lot. But I I would recommend like this this trip, like it's it's a pretty legit trip, and it's like I like if you're gonna go on this boat, I would definitely like you kind of want to know kind of what what's going on for sure. This isn't like a beginner trip by any means. The only reason I ask that is because I feel like um, with surf trips and stuff on a boat trip with surfing, like you have the ability to go on those boats and if the waves are too big, we can hold off. Like maybe one of our friends comes on a surf trips and says, Hey, I don't want to surf. Um, so the reason I'm asking that is cause like for me, I'm still learning about spear fishing and like, I do want to go do trips like that. But, um, yeah, I just didn't know if it was more of like, okay, this is like, these guys are, are so dialed in. They're so good at what they do. Um, I don't know if I, I feel comfortable going on that. Would you recommend like maybe like a, a day trip on a boat rather than going on a five day trip spearfishing for, for the n new people like myself? Totally. Like, I mean, we had some guys on the boat that shot their first Wahoo on this trip, but yeah, I mean, if you, if you're not, if you're not like sure of it, it'd probably be a good idea to, to like hop on a, like a, something more local. But I mean, if you, if you're like super into it, it's a great trip for sure. Talk to me about the process on um, getting down there um, and just being a part of that boat. I mean, is everybody helping out or is it like turnkey? Everything's provided to you um, and obviously where you fly into and is can people just book this trip if they are um, super into spearfishing? Yeah, I, I think you can totally just book this trip. I mean, usually there's only he's they're only down there for like a couple months out of the year and this trip gets booked like the boat gets booked out every year so you got to book it in advance but um you could totally hop on a trip like even if it's not this boat there's other boats that could do it but this this boat i went on specifically it's it's pretty booked up like you gotta either know someone who's had a trip for like the last like couple years or it's gonna be pretty hard to get get on this boat but we flew out of La Paz or flew into La Paz, took a a van over to the boat, hopped on the boat, and it's pretty much turnkey. Just there's a deck hand, there's a there's a cook, there's like two boat drivers, and they have it all dialed. You just hop on, get all your gear dialed, and then they bring you to the spots. And it's it's really nice. It was definitely the night like the nicest uh, dive trips I've ever been on have been on that boat for sure. And it's just like. They just make it super easy. Everything's like ready for you so you can spend your time and focus on like on diving. You know, you don't have to worry about a whole lot. Just like as long as you have your gear in check, just like the mentalized boat trips, you know, yeah. you get on the boat, they drive you to the spot, they feed you, you wake up in the morning, you're like, all right, it's not, you just, <laughs> yeah. just hop in, you're, you're in the water versus like 
getting up at four in the morning, like driving somewhere, loading your stuff into a truck, driving to a ponga, loading it on a ponga, driving out to the bigger boat. And then it's like nine o'clock and you're like driving out to the zone. Then you're diving and then you have to leave early because you got a 60 mile run to come back. And then you have to do all that process just to get home. It's that's what makes these trips like so insane. Cause it's like, you're really just like focusing all your efforts, just going into the actual diving. What kind of fish were you guys going for? Yeah. So, um, this trip we were targeting mostly Wahoo. The Wahoo diving was really good. The first spot we showed up that first morning when we woke up, we were just on the, on the spot. We we're in the zone. Just ate some food, hopped in the water, and there's just schools of wahoo swimming over the high spot. It was epic. Like, I hadn't seen a wahoo in a while, so they're my favorite fish to dive for. So I was super excited, got in the water, and then big school came through, and I was like, oh, getting all excited, you know. I, no matter how many I shoot, if I don't if I don't dive for them for a couple months and then I see one, I get, I get like, I get excited every time, no matter what. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. But there's tons of, tons of wahoo in the zone, and... uh yeah, that first spot, we all shot some, some nice ones. How does that work, Ryder, with bringing fish back? Bringing fish back. So everyone flew down like a freezer bag, like a Yeti, and you just fly it down empty, and then the boat will freeze everything, frozen, all frozen. And then you, the day you leave, you just take everything out of the freezer and just put it in the bag, and it all stays frozen until you get home. So when you're on the boat, when you're shooting fish and stuff, is there somebody just filleting fish for you guys and like taking care of everything? Yeah. So how it works is like, say you jump in the water and you shoot a fish, swim it back to the boat, put it on the boat and then they put it in their hold and it's all like refrigerated salt water. So fish stays cold all day. And then at night when all the gears off the deck, the guy will uh, put out the big cutting board and fillet everything and vacuum seal it and get it all like perfect. And then, throw it in the freezer and then we keep a bunch of it fresh because that's what we're eating the whole trip just like wahoo sashimi yellowfin sashimi wow all that stuff and then yeah so you get to eat all that fresh every day it's it's so fun dude it was it was awesome yeah it sounds insane uh specific to that trip i mean how many how many spear guns did you bring and what guns are you using when you're on a trip like that yeah i i brought two guns i brought my rife raider 67 my big tuna gun Especially the water was pretty clear, so I wanted something with a little more punch, and and um, that definitely worked out good on the longer shots. And then I brought my Rife Euro One Thirty. Just I always bring that. That gun goes with me everywhere. So yeah, those those were the two guns I had. But I pretty much dove with my tuna gun the entire trip, and it it helped. I ended up shooting a tuna, um, which I'm glad I had my tuna gun because the thing was like 20 feet away, <laughs> and. Yeah, I don't know. It just helps having a bigger gun and clear water for those fish that aren't coming in close. And and the ones that come in close, you're still going to shoot them with it. So <laughs> Yeah. Were the boys frothing the whole trip? Was everybody just high-spirited, just the best trip ever? Oh, yeah. It was everyone, was. everyone was having a great time. But like I said, there's a couple guys that hadn't shot Oahu yet. So this was like the trip that, that they were hoping it was going to happen. They've A few of them have been on a few trips prior where they've had some close calls or maybe lost one. So everyone like the first like day or two, like, like, I don't know, like they're having some, sometimes where they're like almost got one and they're like kind of getting stressed out. And then 
one of them shot their first ones, and then he was all stoked. And then the other guy who who needed to shoot one finally got his, and then everyone was it was awesome. So there's a there's a little bit of challenge there. So it's like fun, and they got it. It's like it was fun. It was it was awesome. Cool. It was awesome seeing them shoot their first wahoo and stuff. So it's so fun seeing that. Or like just same thing with like surfing. Somebody catches their first wave or whatever, and you're like, oh, that's so sick. Like it gives you so much joy and so much happiness. Yeah. Um, to be a part of that. Exactly. Yeah, it's the best. Are you motoring all night to every single spot or are you stopping at patties or when you see fish, you're stopping or how, how does it work? Cause I know that like on a boat trip with surfing, like you're pretty much motoring the whole night. Yeah. So it depends like the initial run all night. And then once you're out there, there's high spots and some of them are like two miles away from the other one. Some of them are like 30 miles away. So sometimes we would get out to a spot and we would dive it all day and we'd, be on the anchor all day and we just stay there all night and just wake up and dive the same spot in the morning and then when it starts to like starts to die down like when the fish stop showing up that's when we'll be like all right let's pull the hook and we got like a 20 mile run everyone like takes a nap eat some food you know and then pull up on the next spot before sunset hop in shoot a bunch of fish and then either stay there that night to dive it in the morning or head over to a different zone and we weren't really stopping on any like floating stuff we were kind of just like hitting the those high spots the spots that you guys were specifically trying to go to yeah how how is it um john park is is obviously he's just dialed in right if for the people that don't know who john park is um he's the owner of fish 101 restaurant and Ryder is been sponsored by fish 101 for years and years and it's it's an amazing restaurant because him as a whole john park as a whole he always wants everybody to be a part of his trips to go fishing diving surfing whatever he's doing and it's so cool he brings the community together and you guys get to go experience these trips right right or like that's pro it, it, did he put this trip together yeah this was 100 percent uh john park fish 101 trip yeah dude that sounds John is, so john's epic. the man yeah totally but he he specifically like he knows where to go what to do and when to go like i feel like he's always hunting fish and getting the best fish like what tell me about like the process of your mindset when you get invited to go on a trip with john park oh well whenever i get invited to go on a trip with john park i'm super excited because they're always like legit because he he goes so much and he's been doing it for so long he's gonna make it like if he's doing a trip it's gonna be it's gonna be worth going on for sure either super fun waves or like the best diving you can find every time um so when you were when you were on this boat um did you guys dive different reefs and stuff or how does it work with with wahoo i mean is it you're out in the middle of the ocean or are you close to shore yeah um we were diving like high spots and then a couple like just like underwater mountains and they all have like bait stacked up on them and so how it works is we would anchor up on the high spot and then we'd have a chase ponga that would kind of follow us around because we had a few guys in the water so everyone kind of stayed in kind of the same zone for safety reasons and you kind of go up current and you drift and then you kick back up and you're just waiting for those wahoo to swim over the bank and usually we're anchored up off the side of the high spot and that's where those fish kind of do those circles and you'll you'll see like the same school of fish come through like every hour sometimes and you'll recognize them you'll see one with like an old scar and you're like oh wow um so kind of doing that kind of stuff and then for you'll have like schools of tuna swim by yellowtail on the bottom and 
if the spot comes up high enough there's some nice grouper down there at like 70 to 100 feet so i was i was stoked to to pick off a nice little grouper at the end of the trip on the last day super fun that sounds so sick you're you're saying that there's a ponga with that boat are they just towing the ponga behind yeah uh there's big rope and just like hook it up to the boat and we just towed it it actually came one of the last night it was pretty rough and it broke loose in the middle of the night and they had to they had to go back and deal with that that's so rad though like those experiences are so fun to watch because like so many people freak out and they're like oh my gosh no the boat whatever but i feel like when you do it so often and that is your job to run a boat like something like that happens they're like oh it's fine we'll get it yeah anything else dude what else you got for us talk talk to me more dude i want to keep talking about this trip totally yeah so the like one of my favorite things about this trip like i said is you you're just like restart that you wake up and you're in the zone you eat some food drink some water put some sunscreen on and you just hop off the boat and you're you're looking for pelagics right and you spend all morning and you can be selective and you can find that nice wahoo that you want and then um shoot the wahoo swim back to the boat take some photos and you can like there's always like a couple guys that are on a break and they're sitting on the boat and they're like oh stoked when you bring your fish up on there and um it's just epic because like you're shooting like awesome fish and then you can just take a break eat some lunch take a nap and then just whenever you feel like you're getting back in the water you can just hop back in and especially out there like you have no idea what's going to swim through there you could have like a whale shark just come through the chum line or wow i mean anything really big marlin and are you specifically like when you're diving are you with a partner at all times or is everybody diving together or how does it work with with a boat trip like that yeah we uh usually just pick a guy and so there's pretty much a couple pairs so you'd have like two guys and then a couple hundred yards down you have two guys and they're all kind of just doing the drift because like it didn't feel cr- it didn't feel overcrowded but like definitely like diving some of the smaller spots there's if there's more than like five guys you kind of want to like make little groups so everyone's not punching dives at the same time and if you spread everything out right like the schools will come through and then they might hit these this group and then circle wide and miss these two guys and go to this one and then other schools will go through the middle so it's kind of you're all kind of having fish filter through got it and um is southern baja and doing a southern baja boat trip specific like to that area or will they take that same boat and go to other locations as well like you know no, bring it back up north and stuff like how do, how does that work with that boat down there does it stay down there yeah so that boat actually is in california for the tuna season a lot of times and then during the fall they'll head down and and hit baja that same boat i've done a trip on in la paz um a couple years ago and they used to be down in Puerto Vallarta too. It just, it depends on what Carrie wants to do with the boat, but th- that boat goes all over the place. He's like very knowledgeable with like this whole zone from like, I mean, San Diego, north of San Diego, like well past Puerto Vallarta. Dude, that sounds so insane. I want to go on a, I want to go on a, like a multiple fishing day boat trip so bad. Like it, it's so fun because on surf trips like boat trip surfing like you can fish but it's not specific to fishing obviously or like diving so to go experience that and be on a boat for a a week or whatever and and be specific to what kind of fish you're hunting or 
what you're doing exactly like for for you guys was a complete dive trip everybody on there was diving um that sounds insane it sounds like such an experience and so much fun to be a part of that dude you're so fortunate yeah i i can't even yeah it was amazing like super super grateful for the trip fish 101 like really stoked it out like thank you fish 101 for that trip and uh it was the thing that made that trip like amazing was like the group of people we had it was just like awesome like that's yeah. like the biggest thing with these boat trips is you got to make sure you pick the right guys to go on them and and when you do it's just like the best trip ever so if you if you find the right crew you're gonna have like an amazing trip fish or not you know fish always help but like, yeah we had 100 awesome trip yeah, the crew is so fun, dude. And and the guys that you're with, obviously, like you just said, it, it, it just makes it so much better. Spe- speaking of crews and stuff, how many how many crew members are on that boat when you guys were on it? And then um, are they, um, do they have first aid and, and like a specific cook and everything alongside of the boat? Yeah, so um, you got the captain and then you have the, the uh the second boat driver he did, like does night shifts and stuff, and uh, he drives the boat as well. And then there's a deckhand. My buddy Peyton was working the deckhand, and then uh, there is a cook. So they have all the bases covered on there. Dude, that's so sick. And first aid wise, um, yeah, they they got like nice first aid kit and stuff on there, and uh, they're super big with safety. Like there's always like a rundown when you get on the boat, like a safety safety meeting and. Like what ifs, what ifs, it's all covered on there. They're super, super dialed in that in that department for sure. Sounds epic, dude. It's always fun to talk to you, especially about like your trips and what you get to do. I think the last time you were on here, we were talking about Baja and adventuring down there. And it just goes to show what you can do in Baja um, and, and go experience different ways of exploring Baja. Totally. Sick, dude. Well, thank you so much for, for hopping on. Yeah, thanks so much for having me and stoked to talk about the trip. And uh, yeah, thanks again for having me on here. No problem, dude. We'll get you back on soon. Um, thanks everybody for listening in to today's podcast. We'll catch you next time. Ryder, go uh, crush some fish and we'll uh, call you soon, dude. All right. See you soon, Kieran. Later. Thanks for listening in to Above and Below a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.